Hello and welcome to the Engagement Coach Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Engagement Coach Podcast with your host Amrit Sander. Today I want to talk about productivity and the four-day working week. Now some of you may have seen it a couple of weeks ago. We had the report out on the trial that's going on with the four-day working week. So this was the six-month review uh, of the the trial in which um, 61 companies had entered. It's the world, world's largest trial on the four-day working week. And I want to just explore this. Now, despite the UK having some of the longest working hours than many EU countries, our productivity is still some of the lowest. Now, productivity, there are debates about how it's measured, um, but how it's typically measured to compare like for like is output per hour. And that's a ratio of GDP uh, and the number of hours worked. Now, we've had the latest update from the trial uh, a couple of weeks ago. And in case you missed it, I want to just share with you some of the facts that came out of that, some of the interesting uh, insights that came out. As I said, it's the world's largest trial. And of the 61 companies that entered the six-month trial, 56 have decided to extend it. Interesting. 18 of those 56 have decided to forget the trial completely and just make it permanent. They've clearly seen something in there that they think, this is just really working for us. Forget the trial. Um, well-being has improved dramatically for staff. Productivity was either maintained or improved in nearly every case. 39% of staff reported being less stressed. 40% of staff were sleeping better. 54% of staff said it was easy to balance work and home responsibilities. The number of sick days fell by two-thirds. And 57% uh, fewer staff left the firms that were taking part in the trial compared to the same period uh, the previous year. That's compelling evidence. That's really interesting. Now, um, some of those organizations, in fact, I think all of them who went entered into the trial were helped in some way on understanding how they could improve productivity. Now, one could argue there's the Hawthorne effect. When you, when you put such a spotlight on, on an organization, of course, things are going to improve. But then if you do any time management program, you'll, you'll hear about Parkinson's law. You know, we fill the time we've got available. So could it be that we're just rethinking how productive we can be? That if we only have four days to do something, actually we'll find a way of being more productive in the four days. I remember working with some amazing people who, part-time colleagues, um, who had to get all their work done in the days that they were available at work. And they were some of the most productive when you have to, you do. So just like many of us have had to rethink uh, working from home and remote working, I know some organizations are looking to go back, but it did require a paradigm shift in how could we make it work. And I wonder whether there's some scope here that before we dismiss this, we should look into some of the evidence. The evidence is compelling. What's going on here and what could we do to make it work, if at all? Now, for those of you who are wondering, in the trial, there were there were all sorts of organizations. The global trial, you had nursing homes, you had um, uh, law firms, you know, the billing by the hour, um, lots of different organizations in lots, lots of different sectors. Um, now, we've got to start to think about what's the impact of this. Now, if you take it back to uh, just me personally, I am the CEO and founder, and I... You, you could argue I could do anything I want to. I don't. Um, when I'm working, I'm working. 
but there are times when even I struggle to, if I need to just go and pay a check in. Now you might say, how often are you doing that? But there are times when there are other places that are open during the weekday that either close early on a Saturday or they're just not open on a weekend. If I have to make a phone call, whatever it might be, that there are times when I just need to get some home stuff done that I'm not finding the time to do it. And then one week passes, another week passes, and this stuff ends up playing on your mind. So there's there's an impact. You can understand how it could have an impact there. The other bit, though, is um, being able to be your best at work. You know, we all want people to really come to work where work matters. They're, you know, work is a passion of theirs. And I have seen organizations where people are so passionate about the work that actually there's a risk that that passion spills into becoming all-consuming, where it's on their mind all the time. In fact, look, I do it. It's hard to switch off sometimes when you're when you're working with clients and you've met them and, and you've, you've looked into the whites of their eyes and you know they need help and you know you can help them. And so this, this stuff churns on your mind when you're in evenings with your kids, at weekends, you're sat there thinking, how do we help them? How do we, how do we get over this? And so it is hard to sometimes switch off. Now, within this trial, there were some SMEs, some very small startup organizations where the founders, the CEOs were saying, look, for the team, for example, there was one organization where on a Friday they were taking the, the you know, working Monday to, Monday to Thursday, Friday they were all having off. Except the founder or the CEO was saying, look, I'm going to have to keep an eye on things and I'll compensate that if anything, anything comes in, I'll pick it up. So there are things that are going on that people are trying to work around. But part of this requires um, an understanding with clients and customers. You can't not work when your customers are working, or at least it mustn't have an impact on that. Otherwise, as well as productivity, and if productivity doesn't go down, we've got to think about reputation. If clients and organizations are, are having trouble getting through to you because no one's around when they need it. You know, it, it's fantastic that we're getting our own uh, time management in order, but often people will do things when it's on their minds. So we've got to, we've got to just appreciate that. Um, so these stats are very interesting. Um, as I said, world's largest trial, 61 companies entered that six month trial and 56 extending it, 18 have decided to make it permanent. But you wonder what's the impact of all this. Now, I remember, and there's a bit of nostalgia here, but I remember when I was growing up, UK products and services were considered really superior, good quality. And it might be a sign of the times and globalization, but you know, it's, it's hard to imagine making fantastic quality products and services if people are working working many hours long hours exhausted from working long hours now um it's hard to think or hard to even imagine even theoretically conceptually that that an organization could ever produce top quality products with people working such long hours and if they're exhausted now germany for me is a really good example of this the opposing view i think germany products and services generally are very 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 good superior products and services um, and it's interesting they have some of the shortest working weeks in the eu compared to many other countries whereas the uk has some of the longest working weeks now there are 
swings and roundabouts and how you measure stuff. But I just wonder whether before we write this off and quickly move on, and even some of you listening might be thinking, Amrit, you're, you're touching on a sore point here. Please don't make a big song and dance about this because we want to move on. I just want to make sure we're not missing a trick here with the impact of this this study. Um, remember, productivity was either maintained or improved in nearly every case. 39% of staff reported being less stressed, 40% sleeping better. That's got to have an impact, hasn't it? You know, we work so hard to improve our well-being at work with, with our employees. All the initiatives and benefits we offer, that's got to have an impact. Sick days falling by about two-thirds and fewer people leaving the organisations who were involved in the trial. Now, I admit there might be a Hawthorne effect going on, but I still think the data is compelling. So what can you do to, even if, look, even if we do nothing else and leave leave everything behind, right, in terms of we don't change our working week, we've got to take learnings about productivity. How have these organizations improved their productivity and what lessons can we learn that might make at least the well-being of the five-day working week better? There has to be lessons here. So these organizations didn't enter this blind. They had, they worked on improving their productivity. They worked on supporting their employees about the changes they could make to improve productivity. We've got to take lessons from that. So um, UK productivity and the four-day working week. I wanted to just share that with you. I've seen it in the press um, and headlines, but I don't know how many people have actually read the report. I, I read the report and I just think it's really compelling. So while some of us are considering should we even be doing hybrid working and remote working? Actually, I think we should also be looking the other way. How can we improve our, improve our productivity to have a positive impact on the well-being of our people, of our colleagues, which will then have a knock-on effect on, on productivity and uh, products and services, the quality of the stuff we're making and producing. I'm going to leave that with you. I'm going to leave you thinking. Um, Four-day working week and productivity. That's all for me today. Join me again next time for more thoughts on leadership development, culture development, employee engagement, employee experiences, and everything else in between. Amrit Sander from The Engagement Coach. I shall see you soon. Take care. The Engagement Coach Podcast.